Donovan, rise and fire three. Utah. Oh, oh, Donovan Mitchell. Jazz. Rudy packed it right back down. Basketball. Up three. Got it. Oh, that was filthy, bogey. This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Jazz Radio Network. He bounces inside to favors. No look past Conley. Kicks to the corner to Ingles. Contested three. God. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus in Murray and Lexus of Linden by Zion's Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zion's Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. Now, getting you ready for another edition of Utah Jazz Basketball. Here's the voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, with the legend Ron Boone on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Hello. How are you? Welcome to Jazz Basketball at Vivid Arena as the Utah Jazz get ready to go to battle with the Portland Trailblazers for the last and final home game of this truly remarkable NBA season. Jazz 31-4 and at home. They've won 16 straight by double digits. They're 16-1 and this year against plus 500 teams at home. But Ron, I, I just find myself wanting to stop for a second and really take in what an incredible year we've experienced. This, We are two wins in our final three games away from being the number one seed. No one in the world thought we were the number one seed. Maybe people thought it after the 120-100 win on opening night against the Blazers, but it was not an expectation. It was an expectation we'd get better and we'd improve and we'd, after the first round, painful oust in, or in the bubble. But to have this season and 50 wins in a 72-game season, just incredible. It's incredible, and I, and I think, David, <clears throat> mainly because we didn't expect this, as, as you just mentioned. You, we knew we were going to have a good team. We are going to be competitive. And But to win the, the only team in the NBA right now with 50 wins, it's just flat out remarkable. This time last year, David, 43 and 26. And, and we were good. And we were good. And this year, we're better. I mean, that's just totally awesome. Well, the task at hand is to win two more games. We will not see Donovan Mitchell until the playoffs. Mike Conley has not been announced what his status is for the next two. We'd hope to see him if possible. But in the meantime, Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, Boyan Bogdanovich have really been fairly remarkable, John. Uh, John, I was thinking of John Allen. Sorry, my bad. John Allen, our great statistician, is leaving and retiring, and we were just honored him a moment ago. Ron, it's been, they've been fairly remarkable. When you actually look at the numbers, and sure, you know, the numbers get a little skewed by a 50-point blowout against the Sacramento Kings. But so far, when Don, without Donovan, the Jazz have the number two differential in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Their offensive ranking is eighth, and their defense is fifth. And when you look at them without Donovan and Mike, they're fourth overall in differential, third best offense, 13th best defensively. Mm-hmm. They have found a way to survive without two All-Stars. Yeah, it's the system, uh, and, and I've said this a lot, a lot, and I've talked to a lot of fans around the league, and uh, they have players that complement the system and what Quinn is trying to do out there on the floor. And everyone is, is really into it. They get what they want out of, out, out of their system. Now, are they better with Donovan and, and Conley? Absolutely. But how competitive are they without those guys? And, and it's showing. I mean, you have to play well in order, in order to beat the Jazz. Even that offensive rating is still up there. Well, they've been able to do it. One of the main reasons they've been able to do it is because one guy is, and really, if you look at the Jazz, by the way, Mike Conley suddenly missed as many games as Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, and Donovan's now missed 15 or so uh, as the Jazz are now 
uh, 11 or 16 games are 11 and 5 in games Donovan's missed this year. So this is his 17th miss of the season. That's a lot in a 72 game season. But the one reason they're holding together is the guy in the middle is still there. Every single Rudy time. Gobert, and who's played what every game? He's only missed. He sit out one ball game, I yes. think. Is that right? In LA. Yeah, and so, but he's been durable and very effective def defensively. Ron, I want to share something. I'm going to geek out with you. Uh, ben Dowsett did a story on 538, and we always talk about Rudy. There's not a lot of defensive metrics, but there are four defensive metrics that are floating around the NBA right now. One of them's called Raptor. Okay, who cares what it is? It's, it, they have data since 19, 1977. They have Rudy Gobert having the single best defensive season of any player ever in the history of the NBA. The last time someone was as good, close to as good, the next closest, He's surpassing Ben Wallace's 0304 season. Ben Wallace should be in the, the Hall of Fame for the his The Detroit defense. Pistons, yeah. ESPN does real plus minus. That's their way of judging. They've had data back to 1996. The single best season ever by any player, Rudy Gobert, this year. The next closest was Dikembe Mutombo in 1997-98 in the Hall of Fame. There's a new site called Dunks and Threes. They have data back to 2004. He has the best season ever of any defensive player ever, according to this data also. The best season since Ben Wallace in 05-06. And finally, there's B-Ball Index. Since 2009, they have data. He's having the best season wow. ever. <laughs> their best, their previous best was Dwight Howard in 2010-2011. Here's the point of this. I don't know whether Raptor, ESPN Real Plus Minus, Dunks and Threes, or B-Ball Index is the right one. But all four of them had different previous best players ever for their single seasons. And they all have one guy now with the best single season ever. I truly believe we are watching the greatest defensive season ever by a player in the history of the NBA this year by Rudy Gobert. And oh, by the way, the on-court, off-court only equals Draymond Green in 15-16 to do that. So there's another number for you. So we're I truly wonder with, watching the greatest defensive with player. With those ever. ratings, I'm wondering if they have the stat where players drive into the lane and then yeah I mean he's 14 guys within six feet of the basket if Rudy's yeah. a close defender they shoot 14 percentage points below best in the NBA if he takes if he's the defender and the close defender anywhere else on the floor it's seven percentage points best in the NBA we are watching the single Something greatest season. it's why the Jazz have survived this whole thing it's why they're the number one seed and he should be talked about in the MVP probably behind Nikola Jokic Quinn Snyder coaches show that's what's on tap brought to you by Miller grab the original light beer Miller on the Jazz Radio Network Ladies and gentlemen, check, check, one, two. let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Time now for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show, brought to you by Fanatics with head coach Quinn Snyder. And coach, if someone comes up to you who hasn't watched your games you know, more than two or three times this year and says... Can you explain to me Rudy Gobert's defense and his impact? What what would you tell that person? Um, well, first I'd say that he's, you know, he's unique in that he's able to have multiple effort plays where you see him, you know, not just his ability to do multiple things on the court, but to string them together. And I, I think it's one thing, you know, to be able to guard a, guard someone on the perimeter, but also get back in, you know, to contest a rebound or to get a rebound. And there's not many guys his size that they, they can usually do not many rim protectors that can, can make multiple effort plays. You usually think of that as like a, you know, a wing or somebody like that that's out on the floor doing those things. 
Um, and that, that part of it's really unique. Staying on Rudy for a second, he sets 65 picks per 100 possessions he's on the floor. It's a stunning number. What is that impact that maybe doesn't get recognized because of the fact it's not 24 points a game? Well, I, I think it does get recognized. And I almost, you know, feel like on, on some level, um, you know, we recognize it and you're banging the drum for, for every, everyone else to recognize it. And at, at some point you just say, you know what, like we know who we are. And, you know, for Rudy, I, I think, you know, taking it another, another way, I think it's hard. You know, I, I think as many times as you do recognize it, it's still not a basket. I'm just being completely transparent. It's um, you can screen and get someone a shot and, you know, it, it feels good, but they don't give you an assist for that. So you don't get the gratification of like a 16 assist night when you, you know, you look in. So, you know, how many triple doubles would Rudy have if, if they, they changed the definition of an assist? And I know it's hard to evaluate, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, he has to fight that. I mean, I, I think it's normal, you know, you can go through a game and, you know, not touch the ball. Um, but some of that's because his man's a lot of times protecting the rim and, that's just what we have to do to be successful. And, um, you know, but I, I think that's a, that's a challenge for him. And it, it is good to remind him um, how impactful he is. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you know, for him, the reason that he's that willing and that selfless is because he wants to win. And that's where it adds up. Understanding if we take Damian Lillard's last four games, it gets right to his career averages against you. So that maybe we're just dealing with small sample size right now. But so far this year, he's only scored nine in one game and 23 in the other. Have you done something particularly well? I'm going to pretend you didn't ask that question so that we don't. It's, this is like telling, saying somebody's made, you know, 20 free throws in a row and then they miss. So if Damian Lillard goes off against this tonight, um, I'm, I'm joking, of course. I don't think he can hear you. I don't know if he listens to the pregame show. Um, but nonetheless, um, you you know you have to be fortunate on some level um, that that he has an off night, and we have to be able to win, even if he has a, a good night. And the key to that is keeping him off the foul. And did I mention you have a no hitter going? <laughs> Thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Quinn Snyder, that's brought to you by Fanatics for authentic Utah Jazz player gear. Visit fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazz.gu. That's fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazz.gu. On the Jazz Radio Network. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Zions Bank for a noteworthy approach to banking. It's Zions Bank. The Utah Jazz, it'll be back to Joe Ingles with Royce O'Neal, Boyan Bogdanovich, George Niang, and Rudy Gobert. That group has tried to hold it together since both Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell have been out, and they've done a pretty good job in those games. Jazz are the third-best offense, 13th-best defense with the fourth-best differential. Portland will start under Terry Stotts. They're 40-29, and 29, currently in fifth in the Western Conference. They need to win two out of three to make sure they don't slide into the seventh spot. And they've got us, Phoenix, and Denver, so a tough task ahead. They come in as the third-best offense, 29th-ranked defense. They're 40-29 and in the year. Their starters are Dame Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Norm Powell, and Robert Covington with Yusuf Nurkic. That starting lineup has been amazing this year. 
and absolutely dominating a plus 13.7 when they're on the floor together. So a tough task early in the game for the Jazz. In fact, since they added Norm Powell, the Portland Trailblazers are the number one offense in all of the NBA. That sets up the starting lineups brought to you by Zions Bank. Shoot-around report is right around the corner as it's the Northwest Division battle between the Jazz and the Blazers next on the Jazz Radio Network. For 50 years, he's been in the game. With that knowledge and expertise, he gives you the inside story with your exclusive shoot-around report. It's Ron Boone. Ron Boone brings you the shoot-around each and every night before the ball game. What is Ron Boone got up his sleeve for this big one? Let me make sure I set what's on the table tonight. Jazz need to win two of their final three to be the number one seed in the West. Two wins or Phoenix losses. Portland needs to win two out of three to guarantee that they cannot be the seventh seed. They win three out of three, they're the fifth seed. Dallas needs to win two out of three to make sure they're not the seventh seed. If they win three out of three, they could become the fifth seed. Portland could slide to six. If either of these teams win one out of three and the Lakers win their final three, they slide to the play-in game and the Lakers do not. So there is a lot on the line for both teams tonight. Ron Boone, what do we got? Well, it obviously, it's going to start with Damian Lillard. That's something that the Jazz are very confident in and blitzing. Uh, Damian Lillard and channeling him to Rudy. They want to make sure that they try to force Damian Lillard to his right. He's a driver when he goes to his right. His right, and he's a deadly three-point shooter when he goes to his left. A very high pickup point, and you know why that? Because he, you want him walking in to three-point shots and and make shooters on this team turn them into drivers if possible. And then the last thing, Dave, uh, David, Cantor attack Ennis. Cantor. Their defense is dramatically better when Yusuf Nurkic is on the floor. Part of the reason the Blazers have won nine of their last ten is because Nurkic is getting healthier and healthier. He has come back. They've only been okay, but they added Norman Powell at the trade deadline, and then that Yusuf Nurkic has gotten healthier. They've won nine of their last ten, and now their defense that was 29th when it had Ennis Cantor now is moving up to about 18th. This is another Western Conference team that's just loaded. The Warriors are showing they're at an elite level right now. The Lakers can get there. The Clippers, we know. Denver's surviving without Murray. The Jazz and the Suns have been ahead of everybody all year long, but everybody is ramping up for the playoffs. And quite honestly, it's a little daunting. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> it is kind of fun, but it's a little daunting as well. All right, Utah Jazz. Portland Trailblazers again without Donovan Mitchell and again without Mike Conley as the Jazz try to continue to survive it. It is the ninth game without the two of them. The Jazz are 6-2 and two in those games on the Jazz Radio Network. It's been different in a pandemic-laden season. However, for the Utah Jazz, home has been as sweet as ever. Cross-court pass to Donovan in transition. 4-3, got it. With 31 wins and just four losses, the Jazz play their final regular season home game, looking to inch even closer to the number one seed. Five singles, left corner three. Swift, Joe Ingles. Once again, without Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, they turn to the jazzy Jordan Clarkson. Iso, pullback three, yes! Oh my goodness, Jordan Clarkson! The subtle sensation, Boyan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, tight curl, fires the three, hit it! 43 for Boyan! All while facing the dynamite Damian Lillard. Deep three for Dave, buries it! From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Blazers. Tip off.
kickoff is now. Both of these teams, David, have a high usage rate from the three-point line attempts per game. Going to be watching early three-point shot attempts between both teams here tonight. Well, the Jazz lead the NBA, Ron, in taking threes in the first not eight, uh, six seconds of the shot clock, taking a little over seven. They're second in the league at taking shots in the first nine seconds of the shot clock, about 15. That's where they're a little different than Portland. Portland takes them kind of in the meat of the clock. Portland and the Jazz are 1-2 in the NBA in percentage of shots they take as threes. Interesting note, though, the Jazz are number two at defending threes. The Blazers are 25th. Uh-huh. We're underway. Dame Lillard, who has struggled in his opening two games this year against the Jazz, comes to the front court. He was 4 of 12 in the first one, 8 of 21 in the second. Top to Yusuf Nurkic. Nurkic, who actually was with Denver, and they traded him to free out Jokic. Top to Lillard. He'll take a deep three, miss it. Bogdanovich gets the rebound, knocked off of his leg and out of bounds by Robert Covington. Covington wearing a mask. Jazz are in the dark mode uniforms with O'Neal, Niang, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert starting again. Niang averaging 12 points a game as a starter. McCollum over to Nurkic. Right side, Dame. Tight curl, bounces it back to Nurkic. Bounces off the glass, no good. Rebound by the best defensive player in the world. Joe Ingles to the front court. He's been playing point guard. For this stretch without Mike and Don, averaging 12 points a game. Swings to Bogdanovich, comes off a Gobert pick that wasn't a very good one, guarded by Powell. Who they acquired from Toronto. Right side, Bogdanovich breaks the 45, beautiful ball fake, lays it up and in. Fake the pass to the corner to Niang, the defender was CJ McCollum, and he completely bit. And Bogdanovich lays it up and in. Here's Nurkic again, backdoor cut. Powell caught in the air, throws back out to Nurkic. Great rotation. Nurkic will take an 18-footer and miss. Gobert, the nearest defender. 2-0 Utah. Jazz have beat the Blazers handily both times with explosions. A third-quarter explosion last time. A first-half explosion the time before. Ingles, one-on-one on Nurkic. Kicks to O'Neal. Ball fakes Lillard. Lost the basketball on the drive. Goes out of bounds. One problem the Jazz have with the switching we saw the other night from the Warriors, and interesting we just saw it here from the Blazers, really don't have one-on-one players other than Jordan Clarkson. At least one, a, a player that can beat you off the dribble. I mean, you, there's going to be some go-and-catch times. Lillard drives, fades back, tough look on the baseline, misses. Rudy altered his route. Rebound comes down to Niang. Yang underhand scoop to Bogdanovich, tight left-hand curl, cut off by Nurkic, pass deflected to the corner, out of bounds into the fans in the front row, all masked up, sitting in the front row. Tested earlier tonight, all tested negative, unless those two seats that are open didn't, and then they went home. We don't know, we think they're just late. Ingles oh, gives to Gobert really left side. The Back over to Ingles. They switch it, and Nurkic reaches in and knocks it away from Ingles out of bounds. What are they doing, Ron? They're really hugging the cutters there. I mean, they're really uh, trying to get between Rudy and the basketball. And so in other words, sometimes you have to make a wide turn. Two seconds on the shot clock, inbound to Gobert. They overplay it, big steps to the rim, and he dunks, but late. Rudy did not get it off in time. The shot clock expired as Rudy was dunking that. I thought we was going to get to see Rudy shoot a three. 
He's only attempted three in his career. Rudy should have pushed that off the rim and got it back. There's no one around. No way you would have thought of that. I'm saying that in jest. Nurkic hands to Powell. Powell played at UCLA, played four years, pulls up on the left side jumper and hits it. Since they acquired Powell, the amount of threes they're taking is down. He'll play in the mid-range a little bit. But they are really good with this lineup on the floor. Bogdanovich off a Gobert pick, attacking Nurkic, dropping to the rim, slides by him, lays it up and in. Beautiful attack of the dropping big, Yusuf Nurkic. CJ McCollum far side. Double teamed off the pick, or at least the Jazz hedge it. McCollum keeps driving, pulls into a mid-range jumper and hits it. Jazz are the number one team, the only team in the league, excuse me, as Ingles drives at Covington, a very good defender, but beats him in a left-hand layup. 6-4 Utah. Push ahead to McCollum, left si right side. Portland's got a lot on the line. They need to win two of their last three. McCollum, three straight away. Off the back rim, no good. Nurkic goes over Gobert, knocks the ball out of bounds, and they rule it off Rudy, who went down. Very awkward position there Rudy was in with the little bump on the back side. Watching the replay here in the arena, I just think Rudy fell awkwardly. Here's Lillard, has some airspace off an inbound, handoff, airballed it. Goes out of bounds, Dame starts the night 0 for 3. Lillard, you might talk about how he struggled the last two against the Jazz, but don't forget the last two of last year. Ingles, deep three, swish. Came off the pick, points over to the Blazer bench after he hits it. Here's McCollum, bounce pass to Nurkic, powers into Rudy, misses the layup. Loose ball, rebound, O'Neal hustles for it. 9-4, Jazz start. Lob ahead, Rudy beat Nurkic down the floor and he dunks and it's 11-4 and Terry Stotts wants a timeout. The former Oklahoma Sooner Terry Stotts is not pleased with that. Jazz with an early jump, 11-4 on their final regular season home game of the year on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. It's not unfamiliar ground right now. You know, you can't put him on the foul line. You got to find him in transition. You can't, you never guard Dame one-on-one -on -one anyway. You know, it takes a collective effort because of how unique he is. So that part's the same. Well, Connolly and Mitchell are a big reason why they have the best record in the West. So without them, Joe Ingles is much more of a playmaker. Bogdanovich has really picked up his scoring. Obviously, they still rely on Clarkson and Clarkson being more aggressive. George Nyang has come in and provided a spark. So some guys that we know and who have played well against us before, but they just have larger roles. Terry Stotts has always been a Joe Ingles fan. In fact, if you recall, some game plans, he's literally tried to take Joe away more than anyone else, or as much as anyone else. L.A. Clippers should have been. Yeah, well, thank goodness for their thank failures. You, thank you, thank you. Jazz are the only defense in the NBA that's top five in denying threes and top five at denying shots at the rim. Powell tries, puts up a floater because of Gobert, tipped around, Nurkic can't get it. There it is, right there. They don't allow you to get the three, and then they can't, they don't let you get to the rim. 11-4 Jazz. Gobert, hands to Ingles, high pick and roll, back to Rudy, attacking the rim, long outstretched right hand, and he lays it up and in. Boy, what a combination. Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert. That is something special. Lillard swings, bad pass to Covington, who has to recover it. Right corner, CJ, gets by Ingles for a mid-range jumper, no good, rebound Gobert. 
Portland's only taken two of their first 12 shots as threes and only one shot at the rim. Ingles thinks about a three, bounces to Gobert 15 feet, puts it on the deck, flares it out to Niang. Left corner, three is good. Utah 16, Portland four. Jazz need two wins for the one seed. Driving, Lillard to the rack, sees Gobert, flares it out to McCollum. Incredible, Rod. Just incredible. There's not another guy in the league he doesn't take that shot against. Well, just respect. Nice. Nurkic hands it off to Lillard. He has to give it up to Covington. Left side to McCollum. Driving. Pass down low because Gobert's there and he throws it away. Niang on the run. Niang finds Ingles straight away. Right side Bogdanovich. Fires the three. It's offline. Rebound back down to Portland. 16 to 4. Portland's 2 of 12. And they are shaking in their boots every time they go into Gobertland. Bounce pass to Nurkic. Nurkic high-arcing right-hander because Gobert wasn't there. Well, that was a, he's had that a couple of times, but uh, Boyan's been able to get over there and keep him from getting within eight feet of the basket. 16, this time just a little late. 16-6, 12-2 run just came to an end. Bogdanovich bumping and backing Powell is super strong. Can't move him inside, tries to pull in a pass through traffic. It gets kicked out of bounds. Derek Favors, Jordan Clarkson, Trent Forrest all check in. Rudy checks out. Worth taking note as Rudy Gobert continue, continues to have the greatest defensive season arguably of all time. Is that they are 3 of 12 shooting. Trent Forrest right side baseline. Hopper no good. All right, they're 3 of 12 and 0 of 2 from 3 with Gobert on the floor. Let's see what happens now, because this is where the Jazz defense has not been great. The quick drive by McCullum and a foul in favors. Root, the Jazz defensive rating with Gobert on and off the floor is equal to the largest margin of any player in the history of the league since they've kept that stat. Draymond, Draymond Green in Golden State a few years ago. Lillard's free throw is good. Lillard getting about seven free throws a ball game. Attempting 11 three-point shots. Crazy note, Ron. If you effective field goal percentage weighs three-point shots to value more than a two-point shot, which it should, right? Because they count three and a two counts two. Dame Lillard's effective field goal percentage is the exact same at the rim as it is on an above-the-break three. That's 16-8, Forrest trying to get the offense started, pushed up to the state logo. In the dark mode uniforms, Bogdanovich works the left side of the floor, attacks the basket, misses at the rim, Nurkic rebounds. Nurkic, a very good rim defender in his own right with his size. McCollum to the front court and Forrest commits the Euro foul. You, you know, Ron, the thing about the Euro foul is while it's effective, it's actually, I don't know if you know this, it's illegal in Europe. So. I've been listening to you. For six, 70 games, yeah. yeah. Something like that. So what's the penalty? I mean, I mean. They uh, get free throws and the ball. Lillard driving to the rack, too hard with a layup and an offensive foul, or defensive foul on the rebound by the Jazz by Royce O'Neal pushing Nurkic out of the way. Yeah, nice defense there by Derek Favors. Jazz just couldn't clear the glass. James was all over Lillard. Lillard did not shoot well in the opening game when defended by Faves. Faves really did a great job in the first game when they got that matchup. In fact, Lillard was one of five when Faves was the closest defender. McCollum, elbow jump shot up and in. It's 16 to 10. 
want to force Damian to his right awfully hard to continue to do that every possession. Zone defense, maybe. I'm not certain. Bogdanovich in the lane. Right-hand dribble. They reach in and knock it out of bounds. Bogdanovich has got to get off that ball when they start to swarm in the paint. Yeah, anytime you, you start to draw a crowd, someone has to be open. 16-10 Utah. 5-14 left. Inbound to Forrest in the corner. They're not too worried about his shooting. He drives beautiful pocket pass to Favors and a right-hand floater from six feet out. What a pass by Trent Forrest off the bounce and he created the angle all himself. McCullough driving to the rim. Kick out to Powell. Powell penetrates on Bogdanovich in a region foul called by James Capers. If that name is familiar, it's because he called our game the other night against the Warriors. In fact, we have two of the three officials back from that game, James Capers and Mark Lindsay. Musa Dagger is the third official in his third year, a Syrian immigrant to the U.S. at 14 years old. Back cut, Lillard, layup, good. 18-12. Since Gobert's gone out of the game, they haven't missed. Forrest driving. Jump stop in the lane. Flares it out to O'Neal. Drives, cut off by Nurkic. Baseline jumper by, Go by Favors is long. Nurkic just sitting in the paint. He's not going to come out anywhere. Here's Lillard. Working the top on Royce. Dives into him, gives it down low to Nurkic. His layup is good. So they were two, three of 12 when Gobert was on the floor. They're now three of four. I was wrong. They missed a shot. The they also got the rebound back on that shot. Clarkson, one-on-one -on, -one on Nurkic. In the lane, right-hand layup, good. I think that was the first time Clarkson's touched the ball. Ends a 10-2 run by the Blazers. Quick three by Portland, no good. Back the other way comes Clarkson. Clarkson, high-stepping, driving on Covington, and a reach-in foul on Covington. Covington, 6'9", super long, thought to be an elite defender. Jazz lead it 20-14. to 14. All right, here's some interesting notes on Portland, Ron. They have, obviously, when they have the three guys all on the floor together, they're terrific. You know, three guys being Dame, CJ, and Powell. They're plus 16. Clarkson, straight down the barrel, three too hard off the handle. Right now, they have Dame on the floor by himself, and they're about even, plus minus. Anis Kander, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Simons on the floor as well. Simon shoots a three, right side, no good, rebound favors. Now, there's a reason I brought that up. I'll tell you in a moment. Clarkson working with favors on a two-man game. Nothing there. They swing to Bogdanovich. Drives by Anthony who reaches in a foul. The reason I bring this up, Ron, is their hope was by acquiring Norman Powell. One of their problems has always been that when C.J. McCollum's on the floor without Damian, they really struggle. So the hope was, hey, we'll put C.J. and Norm on the floor together. We'll be okay now. Uh -huh. Not so much. Minus eight so far when they're together. And Lillard and Norm without C.J. in limited time, minus 25 for 100 possessions. So those two have not quite worked yet for the Blazers. Jazz lead it. 20 to 14 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. 
I still remember my first couple of years, anytime I would get switched on to someone, the higher caliber players, I would be, uh, we'd get the old wave away and it would be a lonely island for a few seconds. Obviously, I realized I'm not as quick or fast as some other guys, whoever it may be, a Lillard or point guard or whoever it is. So just IQ wise, trying to play a, a step in front of them and obviously watching film and what they like to do. And I think in the pick and roll side of things, obviously my, my length helps being taller and longer arms and stuff. I can get over and under a pick and roll and maybe it'll contest a, a shot if it's a pull up or at the rim a little bit. That's your Vivint Jazz player sound flash, Joe Ingles talking about his evolution. Catch Joe on our morning show on 1280 The Zone every Thursday or every Friday, or sometimes it floats around. But just stay tuned to 1280 The Zone. Mia Oni comes in the ball game, see if he can get going. Jazz need him rolling, Ron, since April, Mia Oni, 31% from the field, 25% from three. His defense has been terrific, but his offense has begun to struggle a little bit. Ingles, long dribble out in front to the right hand, flares it out to Niang on a set play, he's wide open for three and he hits. Quinn Snyder is a master out of timeouts, and that worked. And Oni has the job to face guard Dame at four, for 96, 94 feet here. Uh, Carmelo, straightaway three, no good. Carmelo's hot, by the way. Well, he is from the three-point line, especially in the last five ball games, 50%. Jazz 23 to 14. Anthony Simons trying to guard Jordan Clarkson. He should torch him. And Ingles and he interchange, and a foul on Simons. Simons is a... Young player out of the IMG, never went to college, who's not a very good defensive player. It looks like he should still be in high school. In fact, Portland has an awful defensive lineup on the floor right now. Covington guarding Ingles. Let's see if the Jazz can take advantage. Ingles comes off a left-hand dribble drive, attacks Canner, stops, bounces out to Clarkson. Clarkson shoots the three over Lillard. It's no good. Rebound, Gobert, jousted for, battled for, knocked out of his hands. 23-14, Rudy had his hands on that key rebound in Oakland, got it knocked away by Kayvon Looney that led to the Stephen Curry three. Lillard comes off a pick. Oney's on his backside, mid-range jumper, good. Tough look. Good defense by the Jazz. Lillard's just that good. Uh, saw Lillard talking to the official. He's looking for something out there on the floor. Clarkson works the right side of the floor, attacks Carmelo, straight to the basket, lays it up and in. Carme Clarkson has made an adjustment, Ron, and he made it in the second half the other night when you were talking about all night. I went back and watched. You were talking about how they were forced to take away his right all night. He actually just started straight driving to his left hand. That's what he changed in that game. Cantor, straightaway three is good. And it's Cantor for three. But when I watched his first half shots for his second half, Ron, in the second half, he just went straight to the basket with his left hand. In the, right, in the first half, he kept trying to get back to his right. Ingles, three over Cantor, no good. Rebound comes down to Covington. 25-19 Jazz, 140 left here in the first quarter. Lillard. In and out dribble, pull back three, tough look, got it, oh my. And he's he's made some adjustment now as well. And maybe this is the way he plays when Cantor's on the floor, opposed to Nurkic. Clarkson, beautiful ball fake to Gobert, comes in the lane, then floats it up to Gobert, catches and dunks. And you notice he was going to his left then. He can go to his left. I mean, he does it very well, but he's just so dangerous when he's going to his right. You know what that was right there for Jordan Clarkson, Ron? You got a name for it? An assist. <laughs> Didn't have one of those the other night. Ball comes over to Simons on the far side. Nine on the shot clock. Canner in the post on Gobert. Drop steps into the baseline. Ennis holds ground. Facing back. Misses the shot. Nice defense by Rudy. 27-22. Ingles crossover. Drive at Canner. 
gets caught, throws it behind his head to Oni. Top to Clarkson, left hand drive to the rack. Dipsy dues at the rim, misses the layup. Tip back to Clarkson, he stands behind the three point line. High ball fake, spins on the defender, gives to Oni, rotates to Niang, he's open, he shoots, he misses. Rebound Covington. 27 22, 33 seconds left in the quarter. Lillard looking for a two for one, spins Rudy around, goes to the basket, misses the layup, foul on the Jazz. George Niang picks up the foul. And George is saying, I didn't even touch him. And George is right. Quinn Snyder. Rudy, Rudy fouled him. Yeah. And they called it on Niang. So now I have a question. Quinn is challenging the foul, but now can they overturn it and call it a foul on Gobert? I don't think so. Because the foul is on Gobert. Gobert's got a forearm in him, is driving him off his spot. Clear foul on Rudy. And I almost feel like this is where there's a problem. I almost feel like the veteran official, James Capers, just called this foul on George Niang to protect Rudy Gobert. And now he gets shown up in a replay, and his reaction to this is going to be like, Ooh, don't say that. <laughs> right, though? Like, I, I think, not, I think that's I what he just did. Like, a yeah. veteran official says, okay, we're not fouling Rudy out of the game. Here's a foul on Niang. You should be good with it. And then Quinn challenges it, and now he's mad. Well, that means two points, though, as well. I, I totally agree with. Well, this will be a jump ball. If, I mean, Niang didn't foul him. Rudy did. Rudy had his forearm in on Lillard ever so lightly, but it, that's a foul. I mean, I don't think it really affected him. Lillard coming to the basket, and Yang doesn't think he touched him. I'm not sure he did. They're watching the replay closely on the Siegfried and Jensen official review, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases in Utah for the last 30 years. Utah Jazz play-by-play, -play, proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for your needs, the best financing available. Get ready today. Rates apply online at minutes at gwcu.org. They're going to give it to George Niang, I bet you, because the net was in the way, I thought. Here we see. Let's see what he says. So the challenge is successful. The personal foul is not on 31, but the defensive foul is for the push from behind as part of the play by 27. So we still have two free throws for Portland. So they can Say, change the foul up of what they've called. That's so not Quinn right. So Quinn Snyder replays it, and they call a foul instead on Rudy Gobert. That's, I don't think that's right. So, wow. They, they're the ones made the mistake. Wow. What foul's that on Rudy, Rock? I don't that's, have a scoreboard right That's now. just one. That's his first foul. Lillard's free throw is good. I'm going with my theory on this, Ron. James Capers knew the foul was on Rudy the whole time, mm -hmm. called it on Niang, and got him for it. Well, I'm going to disagree with you because I don't think officials should do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, officials would deny it too. So they say, right, Lillard's got 11 in the quarter. More than he had in the first game against the Jazz. 27-24. Shot clock and game clock are separated by three seconds. Clarkson. Working the top on Lillard. Comes off a Gilbert pick. They double Clarkson. Clarkson ball fakes. Fouled. Fires the three and hits. <laughs> so who does he get? Lillard or Powell? 
4.1 seconds left. Ball faked Lillard and Lillard commits the foul. Got his shooting elbow with 0.6 seconds left and Clarkson will shoot for the four point play. And it's funny, Clarkson was right by the front row crowd and kind of went over to like high five him and then you could tell he didn't really know what to do about that. Like, well, am I allowed to high five people anymore? Like, what do we do? Like, There is a pandemic, huh? Clarkson's free throw is good. Four seconds left in the quarter, Jazz 31-24. Covington baseballs it to Nurkic, lobs it forward to Carmelo, fadeaway turner, turnaround jumper off the back rim, no good. All right, first quarter's in the books. Jazz 31-24 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz lead it 31-24. Portland shoots just 9 of 25 in the quarter. 2 of 7 from 3. 1 of 8. Uh, they had 9 uh, rebounds, only 1 of them offensive. They're the number 1 team in the league, Ron, in turnovers. Not committing turnovers. We're last in the league at forcing turnovers. We could see an all-time NBA record tonight of fewest turnovers by Portland. Good, very well. I mean, Portland, why? Because Damian Lillard and C.J. McCullum play off the dribble, off the bounce quite a bit. So when you have teams like that that don't move the ball from side to side, uh, they'll use some cutters, some backdoor plays. But when you have teams that play like that, they have a tendency not to turn it over as much. Jazz leading scorer in the quarter, Jordan Clarkson with eight since Donovan Mitchell's gone out. Clarkson's averaging 21 points, five rebounds, and four assists a game. And the incredible minutes. depth of this Jazz roster to survive without Donovan and without Mike Conley. Clarkson's minutes has gone up over close to about 30 minutes a game. He had one game with the, what, played 46 minutes. He's just... 31-24, it's Forrest with Oni, Ingles, Niang, and Gobert. There's an interesting thing about Portland here as well, as Gobert catches down low, gets it knocked away by Canner, but a foul. All right, Ron, I told you about those interesting little lineups with Portland, right? So right now, they will play C.J. McCollum for a few minutes on his own. So C.J. now plays on his own. This is the lineup that over the years has always struggled and so at times, Terry Stotts has played just CJ and Dane together for all 30 minutes. Sometimes he's divided them. It's kind of been an ongoing dance over the years for Portland as Gobert's first free throw is no good. Well, what about since they've added Powell, though? I mean, you well, think that... That was the idea, right? Yeah. Last year, they played 12 minutes a game with CJ without Dane. They were minus five. Powell will come back. Powell is now in the game. But this is CJ and Norm without Dame, and they're minus eight. So this hasn't worked yet. This is where CJ now plays with Powell, and this was supposed to solve the problem, and it hasn't happened yet. McCullum, who's very much their bellwether, whether they win or lose, goes to the right wing to Powell. Driving the lane, off balance, wild shots and air ball. Ingles with super defense. Jazz by eight, Ingles to the front court. Joe's been playing the point guard 32 minutes a night without Mike and Don. Right side to Niang, ball fakes. Ant Carmelo gives it back to Gobert, resets Ingles at the top. Ingles 
Goes to the corner to Niang. He'll take a contested three. It's an air ball. McCollum with the rebound. McCollum to the front court. Sees Gobert, curls out, finds Carmelo trailing. Three balls good. Carmelo Anthony in the last five games, 56% from three, averaging 13 points a game. 32-27. Forrest, beautiful left-hand crossover drive, attacking Cannon, draws the foul. Donovan Mitchell in a pinkish jacket on the bench with Mike Conley wearing a very floral, almost fluorescent jacket. Both sitting by by each other on the bench, rooting the guys on. Watch Conley go through his shooting drills. Interesting, Ron. Was he on, man? Conley was on today? I wish he would have saved some of those shots for when he comes back. Well, he, you know, what's funny is I ran a number today about looking at the games without Conley. And actually made a mistake and it had that in Conley's ninth, it was nine games to eight, and Conley was on there. He had 26 in his last game. Trent Forrest makes both free throws. Jazz 34, Blazers 27. Jazz need two wins on their own to secure the number one seat. CJ McCollum, high pick and roll into a pull-up mid-range hopper. Got it. Portland has taken eight threes. Jazz have taken ten. These teams take the most threes of anyone in the league. Simons guarding Forrest. Ingles on a tight curl, in the lane, cut off, back out to Forrest, rotate to the corner, Oni for three, no good. Offensive rebound, Gobert, spins on Canner, ball fakes him, swings it out to Ingles, right side three, air ball. Canner rebounds. Canner's not a bad defender if it's a one action play. Outlet to Carmelo, drives on Niang, free throw line pull up jumper is good. Carmelo Anthony. Still scoring after all these years. 34-31. High pick and roll Ingles. Snakes back underneath. Shoves off. Gives to Rudy. Attacking the basket. Lays up in. That's what I'm talking about. Cantor cut off Ingles, but he can't make the second action. It's what makes Rudy so special. Is Rudy can make multiple actions. Ennis is a fine defender on the first action. But if he has to make two, no chance. McCullum driving on Oni. Crossing over. In the lane. Right hand runner. Up and in. CJ McCullum. Well, they're, he's getting really crafty and getting it to the paint, and it's just him and Oni. 36-33. Ingles gets free for a three and hits. Rudy Gobert with a beautiful two-man game pick. 39-33. Utah by six. McCullum right side. Splits the double team and gets a foul on Jess. Oney checks out, Gobert checks out. Portland making some shots now with Rudy on the floor in that sequence. Portland in the quarter now. Well, those are mid-range, free throw. Yeah. Finding a little rhythm. Four of five in the quarter. Powell driving, sees favors, goes to the rim. Great defense, but offensive rebound, Canner back up and in. Right side of the floor, Ingles comes up, turns his right shoulder into Powell. Clears himself to the right, fires the three with the cross scissor leg shot, no good. Rebound comes to the Blazers and a foul on Favors. 39-35, Jazz have led the whole way. They've led by as many as 12. Blazers have never had the lead in this one. Jazz have beat the Blazers twice already this season. 
120 to 100 on the opener, 122-103 on April 8th. 39-35, so weird to see regular season games in May. Carmelo, three off Clarkson is good. Hits his head three times. He might have an indention on the side of his head for the amount of threes he's hit in his career. So suddenly a one-point game. The Jazz, 39, Blazers 38 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz lead is down to 139-38. Let's do our chat this day in NBA history. Where does this rank in the most famous shots in the history of the NBA? Two years ago, game seven, Toronto, Philadelphia 76ers. You gotta be aware of the inbounder here if you're Philly. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? to win the NBA title. Bounced on the rim three times. Time suspended for a little while. Kawhi Leonard's game winner on this day in history brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Forrest Clarkson, O'Neal, Bogdanovich in favors. Jazz on the wrong side of a blazer run right now. Clarkson, free throw line, kicks out to Forrest, unguarded. Drives on Simons, jump stops in the lane, double clutches, misses. Loose ball, rebound, picked up by Favors. Hands back to Bogdanovich, dagger three, no. Rebound, Forrest tips it around, loose ball again. Popped around, somehow Bogdanovich got it to the rim, lays it up and in. I have no idea how Bogdanovich got that ball. He, ju he didn't just give up and start running to the other end of the floor. He stayed... Stayed in, in, into the play. Canner, I think, might have tried to hit it by him. McCullum off a double stagger in the lane, drives into Clarkson, draws the foul, and scores. Terry Stotts, who is one of the great offensive coaches in the NBA, has made some adjustments here of how the Jazz are attacking the Jazz right now, and with some great success, they have made nine of their last 13 shots. Well, they are really attacking, but it's, it's the adjustment that he's made. He's, C.J. McCullum is really using the screens very well and getting into the paint. Not a great sign for the Jazz when McCollum's 5 of 7. He shoots 6 percentage points better in wins than losses and 6 percentage points better on threes in wins and losses. Clarkson driving, gets Canter backpedaling. Then Canter goes back to favor, so Clarkson just lays it up and in. He kept Lillard on his right shoulder, did not let Lillard get in front of him. I can't imagine. Canter, big steps to the basket. Layup no good. Nice defense from Favors. Clarkson on the run. Clarkson in the front court. They pick him up high. Well prepared Blazers for that early three. Clarkson works off. Now guarded by Powell. Trying to get free. Gets back to his right hand. Big steps in the lane. He gets fouled by Powell. Powell doesn't like the call. Portland's very well prepared tonight, Ron. Well, this is a very important basketball game. And He's had a lot of time. They beat Houston Rockets 140 to 29, so they've had some time to prepare for for this ball game. They know the importance of it as Bla well. Blazers need to win two of their last three to secure not falling into the seventh spot. 
If they win three of three, they're five. If they win two of three, they're five or six. If they go 0 oh and three or one and two, it gets a little nerve wracking. Depends what the Lakers do at that point. If the Lakers win out, the Lakers get out of the playing game. Free throw by Clarkson is good. He's missed the first one though. His free throw shooting has come back to earth after an incredible start to the year. McCullum, high pick up Nurkic, pulls into a three, got it. Quinn Snyder calls out the play. Forrest comes to the near side. They go under everything on Forrest. He hands to O'Neal, gets a good look as Carmelo releases it, and O'Neal misses. First shot attempt by Royce tonight. Jazz 44, Blazers 43. Blazers have never led. Nurkic in the post, looking to conduct. Palming with the right hand, puts the shoulder into favors, works to the middle, draws the foul. Derek doesn't like this call. Quint Snyder's used his Siegfried and Jensen review earlier tonight. Can't use another one. An interesting, wow, there's, that's a that's terrible, terrible call. terrible call, absolutely terrible. Unless they're calling his right hook, right arm hook underneath. Free throw by Nurkic is good. Smith's Food and Drugs, you can enjoy the fresh food you love with the convenience of free pickup. $35, on orders of $35 or more, Smith's fresh for everyone. Nurkic splits the free throws. The Blazers still haven't led, but we're tied now at 44 with 6.20 left in the second quarter. Forrest at the controls. In the block is Bogdanovich. Straightens up on Powell, thought to be a very good defender. He shoots over the top from 15, misses. Rebound battle for it. Loose ball, Lillard has it. Lillard back in the game with McCollum and Powell. This is when they're at their best. McCollum. Fading back, right baseline, good. And C.J. McCollum is rolling. Seven of nine from the field, 15 points. Dame has 11. They've combined for 26. Bogdanovich, baseline drive, reverse side layup up and in, beautiful. Stared Nurkic right in the eye and went by him on the reverse side. And we're tied at 46 after the Blazers momentarily had their first lead of the night. Mid-block right, Carmelo Anthony, white headband, step back jumper, no offensive rebound, Nurkic. Favors defending, he powers into him, comes up with a right-hander, no good, Carmelo offensive rebound. Carmelo says, let me clear out on Bogdanovich. I'm on the all-time scoring list. He'll shoot over the top and miss, and Nurkic gets the third opportunity, kick out to Powell for three, got it. Three chances and they bury the three and Gobert's coming back in the game. Five minutes left. First half. Clarkson working left side, takes a left-hand dribble into an off-balance jumper and tickles the twine. 49-48, Jazz down one. Lillard to the front court, he's got 11 on three of seven shooting. O'Neal's got the assignment. Lob into Nurkic on the left side. Nurkic bumping and backing Favors, drop steps right into Favors, that's an offensive foul. Nurkic is one of the more interesting guys as a personality. The other one about him, Ron, is he's mammoth. Probably 280 pounds, 6'11", bearded, with like a baby face. Like, I'm convinced if he didn't have a beard, he'd look like he was like 16. Yeah, they, David, they got him listed at 290. Now, it's hard to play this league at 290 and stay healthy. Stay healthy, exactly. 
Portland by one. Clarkson the game. Gobert back in the game. Clarkson working the top. Gives a Gobert pick. Clarkson fires it off bounce. Three and hits. Rudy Gobert comes back in, sets picks. Jazz get good look threes as McCollum went under. 16 for Clarkson. The angle that Rudy sets these picks around 64 of them per 100 possessions. Bounce pass down low. Nurkic goes to dunk on Gobert and a foul on Rudy. Storyline to keep an eye on tonight. That is Rudy Gobert's second foul. Earlier tonight, Quinn Snyder challenged a call. They ruled the challenge correct that it was not a foul on Niang, but then called the foul on Gobert. So, which we had never seen before. No, never seen before. And I, I, sometimes I just don't think that's right that now Rudy has to pay for the mistake of, of the official. For each block shot, the Jazz get this season. Cypress Credit Union, $50 to Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other curricular, extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Jazz 51-50 after Nurkic splits the free throws again. Ingles picked up by the 6-9 Covington, gets a pick from Gobert, frees himself off Nurkic, pulls up for three, and we got a whistle and a foul first. I believe it's going to be on a hold on Rudy rolling through the lane. Foul is called on Robert Covington, and that's exactly what it was, is he was holding Gobert through the lane. 3.58 left. Second quarter, Jazz without Conley, without Donovan. Blazers are pretty much healthy at this point. Zach Collins has been out all year. Bogdanovich trying to get free of Powell. Puts it on the deck, Powell swipes at it. Bogdanovich retreats out, comes off a big Gobert pick. Pass stolen, Bogdanovich turns it over. Four on one break, McCollum spots for three. Fires and misses, first miss of the quarter. And O'Neal just dropped the rebound right in the lap of Covington and lays it up and in. And the Jazz are getting crushed on the glass right now. Seven to two second chance points. Ingles. Hands to Clarkson. Back out to Joe. Good closeout so Joe couldn't get the three off. Takes a dribble. Fires and misses. Joe two of six from three tonight. He's only been shooting 34% since he took over the point guard duties. Because he's not getting the same catch and shoot threes he got earlier. Lillard. Bounce pass to Nurkic. Off balance layup. No good. Rebound Clarkson. Jordan's been averaging five boards a game recently to Ingles in transition, bypasses, finds Bogdanovich, no. Rebound comes down to Powell. Jazz are six of 19 from three. They've done a good job limiting Blazer threes. 52-51, Blazers by one. Lillard working the left side, tough step back off the left foot, fading on the baseline, hit it. Dang, Dame. These guards are really working tonight. They have 28 on 12 of 18 shooting. Terry stops at midcourt, hands on knees, coaching every play. Ingles, hard drive to the rack. Nurkic reaches in, knocks it off Ingles' leg out of bounds. Terry Stotts is a jockey just whipping his horse every moment of this basketball game with what's on the line for the Blazers. Both teams have a lot on the line. Both teams complaining on just about every whistle. 54-51, Blazers by three. 2.24 left second quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Today's player spotlight, we will focus on Jazz rookie Elijah Hughes. 
with the 39th pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Elijah Hughes from Syracuse University. Redshirt junior from Syracuse, averaged 19 points, five rebounds, three and a half assists. Bobby, uh, what do you have on Elijah Hughes? He's another player that I worked with during this draft process as far as helping him in the interview. And I asked him one question, what was the most proudest moment of, of your life? And it wasn't making all state or going to play at Syracuse. It was when he asked his grandmother to stop smoking and it wound up saving her life, and he was able to spend many years with her. And uh, that's probably one of the better answers that I've uh, encountered in a long time. The Jazz are going to get a really high-level player here. Great story about Elijah Hughes. That player spotlight brought to you by America First Credit Union. Jazz 54-51, excuse me, that's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in an all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstech. With standard all-wheel symmetrical drive and a more powerful engine, learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Lillard, isolated left side. One-on-one on Royce. Drives. Gobert comes over. Deflects the pass. Picked up by Bogdanovich. Incredible defensive play again. Every night. Bogdanovich, hard drive at Covington. Low pick from Gobert. Now with the left hand, Nurkic checks. Pushes it. Bogdanovich driving hard to the rack, puts it hard off the glass and scored it. That was a tough basket right there. Sorry for getting a little upset over here because I thought he should have given the ball back to Boyan because Nurkic was guarding him. They finally gave him the ball. Right side Lillard flares it over the top to Covington, shooting 38 from three, won't take one. Back out to McCullum. McCullum and Lillard have been amazing. McCullum steps through on a beautiful move. It gets Gobert in the air, misses, gets his own rebound. Back cuts, Gobert's there, McCullum wants no part of it. Out to Powell for three, no good. Long rebound, Bogdanovich. 54-53, Portland transition, Royce O'Neal, three, no. Rebound, Nurkic. Portland leads it by one, Lillard. Pick and roll with Nurkic. Tried to get a foul and he got the whistle and he on the, by throwing up a prayer and Mark Lindsay makes the call long afterwards come on you're awful come on that's terrible you didn't have a clue and you just guessed because he threw up an air ball I thought they and were now they're giving you three free throws after saying he was on the floor that is a terrible call Mark Lindsay's been in the league for 13 years. He's called nine playoff games. That means they think he's good. That was not good. Three free throws for Lillard. And Lillard does that quite a bit. I thought at the beginning of the year they were trying to put a stop to that because he's so good at stopping right at the edge of the screen and you run up his back. And then if you do run up his back, it's probably a foul, but that's not what Royce O'Neal did there. I'm not sure Royce had much of any contact at all, Ron. I agree. Ingles terminates, flares it out to Gobert, is outside the three-point on the left side, gives it right back to Joe. He turns the corner, drives on Nurkic, pump fakes him in the air, and Nurkic blocks the shot. Joe looks visibly frustrated, arguing with the officials instead of coming. Now as he picks up Lillard. Lillard has schooled Ingles in their career. And Joe just reaches in and grabs it. It's going to be free throws. That is not a very good play by Joe because it's free throws with 37 seconds left. Joe is out of sorts right now. 
Joe has not had success on Lillard in his career. That's not been a good matchup for the Jazz. So is it Lindsay's not having a good night, you think? Well, he missed that last one on Royce. But couldn't say whether I think he's having a bad night or not. Damian Lillard averaging seven three, three throws a game. He's already at seven here in the first half. Blazers have outscored the Jazz 33-22 here in the second quarter. Lillard at 92. This is the, the second free throw. Gobert gets knocked over on the rebound. No whistle. Bogdanovich driving into Powell. Gets a whistle. James Capers coming over to talk to Quinn Snyder right now about what happened on that last play. Capers giving Snyder a full explanation. Quinn has his left hand open, kind of saying, come on now. Bogdanovich to the line for two while the Capers-Snyder conversation continues, and Boyan front rims the first one. They continue to talk about it. Rudy's been knocked to the ground three times on rebounds. Terry Stotts has walked up to midcourt as though he wants to be a part of the conversation. Bogdanovich splits the free throws. 57-54, Jazz down three, 30 seconds left. They can go, probably can't quite go two for one. Jazz trying to deny the ball to Lillard. McCullum will work the top on Ingles. 19 seconds left in the quarter. Clear out for McCullum. Working Ingles, blows by him with the left hand, puts up a floater, no good. Nurkic pushes off, can't get the rebound, Clarkson does. Eight seconds left. Clarkson, working, left side, three, air ball. Royce O'Neal, offense rebound, no, Gobert tip, no, yes! Rudy tapped it up the glass and in on a second try. Baseball outlet by Nurkic, gets McCullum for a jumper left baseline, and he hit it. Yeah, not a very good job of being a defensive back there by Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Nurkic just threw a 90-foot pass off the offensive rebound as McCollum sprinted on an out route and Jordan Clarkson couldn't have misjudged it worse. And the Blazers will go to the half leading at 59-56 on that play. Jazz are going to have to go to the defensive board glass or the defensive chalkboard because the Blazers all of a sudden are scoring at an outrageously high rate. They are the number one offense in the NBA since they acquired Norm Powell, and they look every bit of it right now on the Jazz Radio Network. We're at the half. Coach Mike Wells joining us with the Blazers leading 59-56. Coach Wells in the second quarter, they hit 13-24, understanding they're the best offense in the league over the last two months. But what are they doing? What adjustments maybe did they make in that second quarter? I think, um, you know, some of our offensive inefficiencies led to the defense uh, lock, um, you know, We've got to make quicker reads. We've got to play faster. I think they want to play a slower down game. Uh, they want to play in the half court more. Uh, we've got to play faster. We've got to get our shots. That'll allow us to, um, you know, kind of get into our rhythm defensively also. I just thought our offense hurt our defense a little bit. So you had 12 three attempts in the second quarter, only made two of them. Were those shots good looks or were they out of rhythm as you're talking about? 
I would say more out of rhythm in the second. I thought we had really good rhythm. I thought we played faster uh, in the first. I thought the ball got out of the net or out of bounds. We threw it up the sideline. We made quicker point five decisions, um, and we had more open looks. But, uh, you know, we, we were a little bit – our spacing was a little bit off. Um, you know, we'll, we'll correct some of those things. We'll get them into some uh, better sets. But we've got to play faster. And once we uh, break the paint the first time, the ball's got to go to the weak side. Coach Wells, thank you very much. Appreciate it. First play of the half, Jazz run a quick action with Ingles on an open side pick and roll with Rudy Gobert coming down the middle, and Rudy gets fouled. You know, Dave, in my notes, it's about playing fast. And Mike Wealth is absolutely right. We started the ball game off pushing the basketball. We, we always come back to that secondary break type game. I uh, think you... Like, your notebook is of, of great value. Like, I, I want that notebook at the end of the season. <laughs> I have the coolest thing in my um, office as Gobert makes both free throws. I have no idea what to do with it. I have every play call written out on a paper that Quinn Snyder called for half a season. Huh? Really? Yeah. 59, he gave me all of his play cards at one point. McCullum, left side, pullback three, hits it. Well, he's on fire. C.J. McCullum has 20. Dame Lillard has 16. Blazers lead by four. Jazz need two wins, or a combination of two Jazz wins and two Phoenix losses as Niang fires a three and misses left side to be the one seed. Portland needs to win two of their final three to secure not being the seventh seed and in the play-in. Lillard. Finds Nurkic, gets it right back. Gobert guarding. He has to give up the shot, turns it over on the pass. They rule it off the Jazz instead, though. Portland leads it 62-58. Jazz won the first quarter 31-24. Portland got in quite a nice rhythm offensively in that second quarter, hitting 13 of 24 shots. Yeah, it was that guard line for the Portland Trailblazers that got things going. CJ led it. And you see why they don't turn it over. Dame working left side. Isolation step back in the exact same place as CJ with the exact same result as a moment ago. So the Blazers open the second half with back-to-back step-back threes on the left side. Ingles drives the lane and turns it over. Push ahead to Powell. Gets by Bogdanovich. Wildly missed the layup. Lost the ball on the way up. Bogdanovich. Cross court to O'Neal. Rotates to Ingles. Catch and shoot three. No good. Joe Ingles, 3 of 10 tonight, 2 of 7 from 3. Jazz are 6 of 23, but that's playing fast like the Jazz want. Largest deficit of the night. They're down 7. Covington, top to McCullough. Jazz blasted the Blazers last time in the third quarter, but that was because of Donovan. McCullum fires another three, misses. O'Neal comes in for the rebound. Gobert ends up on the ground again, fourth time tonight. O'Neal hands to Bogdanovich. They're switching on the outside. Bogdanovich hands to Ingles. Bogey's got Lillard in the post. Bumps, drop steps, Nurkic comes over, Lillard knocks it out of bounds. 65-58, just six on the shot clock now for the Jazz. And Debbie, you can see why they don't turn the ball over. They're the lowest turnover team in the league. We forced the fewest. Bogdanovich, one dribble to his left, clears space, fires a three, back rim. Offensive rebound, O'Neal back out to Joe, swish. Jazz back within four, 65-61. Joe's got his third three of the game. Jazz have their seventh. 
Each time the Jazz hit a three, it's a $50 donation courtesy of Mountain America Credit Union, macu.org, to find out more about their community involvement. McCullum driving in the lane, tries to pass it over to Nurkic. It gets out of bounds, knocked away by Gobert. Portland is only taking seven shots at the rim tonight. And that would have been a couple by Nurkic, one by Ennis Cantor. Lob inside to Nurkic. Outside to Nurkic, hands off to CJ, checks the clock, sees it as five, works to his left side, pulls up for a mid-range jumper, no good. Gobert flies in for the rebound, dribbles out, hands off to O'Neal. 65-61. Really put his shoulder into Ingles. Ingles left-hand drive, cut off by Nurkic, retreats out, brings Nurkic with him. This is where the Jazz struggle a little bit. They don't really have a one-on-one -on -one player right now. Chest pass to O'Neal. Bogdanovich at the corner. Tough spacing. Bogdanovich drives. Loses the ball. The Jazz just don't have that without Mike and Don right now. When he drives, he puts that basketball into... He needs to put it in the pocket and take it away from the defender. He gets it deflected a lot. Lillard. Straight away. Dame working behind his back. Is scoring down a little bit since the Powell acquisition. Kicks to Covington. Three balls good. Portland's up seven on the Jazz, 68-61. Covington doesn't get a lot of shots anymore. Makes 38% of his threes, though, and a good defensive player. He's all over Ingles right now. They're switching one through five to open up the half. And the Jazz really don't have the personnel to take advantage of this right now. Ingles, who's not a good isolation player, tries to drive on Nurkic, does, and draws the foul. It is well, now not they a have Jazz Covington strength. guarding Joe Ingles. Now when they switch all over the floor, you got Nurkic and Covington picks up Rudy Gobert. Joe Ingles goes to the free throw line. Let's hear what Joe said about representing Australia in the NBA. There's 24 million people in Australia and whatever, 10 of us over here, eight of us, I don't know what the number is of Australians this year, but yeah, it's a small number. And for us to be over here representing not just myself or the Jazz or, or my family, my children, but 24 million other people is something that I'm proud of. And I know that Patty and Baines and Deli and, and all the guys over here are as well. So it's, it's pretty cool to be from another country and living in America and still feel that support from so far away. Makes the free throws, five-point deficit. Dame Lillard has it, he has 19 on the game. He in and out dribbles, loses it, runs it down the corner, bounces to Nurkic, comes back to get it. In the corner, O'Neal all over him. Jazz double, bounce pass down to Nurkic. He bobbles, collects. Now bumping and backing on Gobert, hooks it up, no good, shoves off to get his own rebound, goes back up, Rudy spikes it out of bounds. Nurkic uses that 290-pound frame Really puts the body into the defender. You think Rudy might be tired of the end of this one? Well, he's very upset with the way he's getting bumped around, that's for sure. He's been on the floor a couple of times. Five-point jazz deficit, 7.51 left third quarter. McCullum, Yang switches out to him. CJ retreats out, wants to take him one-on-one. -on -one. Crosses over, has got George on skates, steps back for three, misses. Rebound Ingles, and then knocked away by Covington out of bounds. You can tell a lot uh, is riding on this ball game. Lots of complaining to the officials. Portland needs this. They need two of their next three. And they're, there it is again. They're switching one through five. So Ingles shoots the three over Nurkic and air balls. <laughs> Terry Stotts, this is great coaching. Like the yep. Jazz do not have isolation players right now. Clarkson is their guy. 
Lillard into the lane, blocked from behind by O'Neal and fouled by O'Neal. Here are the Jazz isolation numbers this year, Rod. Clarkson's run 346. Okay, he's not on the floor. Donovan's run 303. Bogdanovich has run 176. He's very poor at it. One of the worst in the NBA. Conley 111, and then Joe Ingles at 63 is the next guy. That's not very, that's less than one a game. We don't have anyone who can beat you one-on-one -on, -one on the floor, and they're switching one for, through five because of it. Lillard, step back, 22-footer, no good. Rebound, Niang. The players run the next most isolation for us this year after Joe Ingles that's available, Ron. Trent Forrest. 68-63, Bogdanovich, pull-up jumper, then passes. It goes off the back of the head of Rudy Gobert. Jazz down five. Lillard blows by O'Neal to the rim, layup good. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 70-63. Jazz down seven to Portland on the Jazz Radio Network. Clarkson working the top on Lillard. Comes off a Gilbert pick. They double Clarkson. Clarkson ball fakes, fouled, fires the three and hits. Clarkson working left side, takes a left hand dribble into an off balance jumper and tickles the twine. Clarkson working the top, gives the Gobert pick. Clarkson fires an off balance three and hits. 70 to 63, Portland by seven. That's your WCF insurance player spotlight. Jazz are one of seven shooting in the quarter to come out. The offense has not busted out of its second quarter slump yet. And right now, what is happening is that Portland is switching one through five and forcing the Jazz to play one-on-one -on -one isolation basketball the way the Warriors did. And without Mike Conley and without Donovan Mitchell, quite honestly, without Jordan Clarkson on the floor a moment ago, we didn't have anybody who could beat anybody one-on-one. -on -one. Now Clarkson's back on the floor. Let's see if Portland changes what they're doing. Bogdanovich comes to the ball in a tight curl, cut off by Nurkic at the free throw line, puts it on the deck, loses it, turnover. And that is why Bogdanovich is one of the lowest rated isolation players in the NBA, Ron. Yeah. Those turnovers are just a killer. Well, he, he tries to take it underneath, which is what you're supposed to do. But it, it's like he presents the basketball, and that's the reason he gets it stripped. Portland 70, Jazz 63. And Jazz, that's in traffic, though, Dave. Jazz have just six turnovers tonight, so the turnovers are not a major issue. Driving, Powell beats Clarkson to the basket for an easy layup. Jazz down nine, largest deficit of the night. They led by 12 in the first quarter. Portland's thoroughly outplayed them since, outscoring them 48 to 32. Forrest hands to O'Neal and an offensive foul on Forrest, rubbing off O'Neal. This one feels like it's about to be 20 for Portland. This does not have a good vibe right now at all. The Jazz have been cold offensively for a long time. They were four of nine from three. They're three of their last 17 from three. And they don't really have a rhythm offensively. And Portland is the number one offense in the NBA since they acquired Norman Powell. Here's McCollum driving, hands off to Nurkic down low. He goes to Dunkey's foul. The other thing that's going on is with Gobert off the floor, the Jazz are not getting any stops. In fact, coming into this stretch, 25 of the last 32 opponent possessions with Gobert off the floor, the opponent has scored. 
So the Jazz have got to find a way to swing the tide right now, but they are down nine against a feisty Portland team that is desperate to win. Nurkic misses the free throw. Let's check in with the Lakers and the Rockets. The foul was on Anthony Lamb. One shot coming to McKinney, and he hits it. The Laker lead is eight, 32-24. All right, Lakers lead by eight. The Blazers have to win two of their final three. The Mavericks have to win two of their final three to keep the Lakers in the playing game if the Lakers win out. Forrest, they're not really guarding him. He drives to the basket. Now Covington comes over to him. Back to Clarkson. Clarkson calls for a pick. They double Clarkson, so they're not switching that. They're just doubling. Up to O'Neal, hard drive to the rack. Wild layup, no good. Rebound ricochets out to Forrest. He drives and is fouled. Got to give Portland credit, Ron. Their game plan is just awesome. Yeah, it, it really is. And without Donovan and Conley, it plays right into the hands of how Terry Stotts wants to defend this. And they're going to review this. So Portland's challenging up 10 with 5.26 left. That's a timeout on the floor. Challenge brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Reviewing injury cases in Utah for the last 30 years. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary. Presented by America First Credit Union. On the Zone Sports Network. Ingle, long dribble out in front to the right hand. Flares it out to Niang on a set play. He's wide open for three and he hits. McCollum. Fading back, right baseline, good. And C.J. McCollum is rolling. Bogdanovich, one dribble to his left, clears space, fires a three, back rim. Offensive rebound, O'Neal back out to Joe Swiss. Game working behind his back, is scoring down a little bit since the Powell acquisition. Kicks to Covington, three balls good. Looks like the Blazers have won their challenge. That's the America First game summary. No. What was the call, Ron? It was an out-of-bounds call up, up, up on... Covington. Oh. No, oh, no foul on Covington. No, Overturned. No yeah. So we'll do a jump ball in the middle of the floor. Now watch how quickly Nurkic slaps the basketball. It's like soon as it leaves the official's hands. I think it should be a rule now where the official they can't jump after the ball until it reaches the peak. Capers will jump it up. Nurkic second tap back to McCullum. Portland has it. Leads by 10. America first credit union. For the finest financial services, Utah's number one credit union, America First. Visit America First for details. 73-63. Jazz down 10. Here's Dame. Left side. Jazz doubling Dame now. A little different look. And then Royce gets back in front. Pass by McCullum. Knocked away by Forrest. But picked back by Covington. Over to Lillard for three. No good. Rebound. O'Neal. Push ahead to Clarkson. Jazz need to run. Forrest is wide open, unguarded, right corner three, no. O'Neal flies in, can't follow with the rebound. Jazz are really struggling right now. They are one of ten, or one of nine in the quarter. No, one of ten. Three ball, Covington, no. Nurkic gets the inside position on favors, gets the rebound. Now bumps, backs, all 290 pounds, drop steps. Favors rejects him. Rebound to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich fouled by McCollum as he moves into the front court. Wow, Derek Favors, who is not moving great, to be totally honest with you. Like, if you just watch him walk, it does not look like a comfortable action for Derek right now. Well, he hasn't moved that great all season long, but if you remember the way Jeff Hornacek used to drag his left leg, I think Derek is that way. 
So why does the fans dislike Ennis, Ennis Cantor? Ennis made all sorts of comments about Utah after he left. Ah, uh, okay. And we don't forget. 73-63. Clarkson swings to Bogdanovich. Skip pass to O'Neal. Drives on Simons. Puts up a right-hand floater. Misses. Rebound tap back up and in by Royce. Royce's first field goal in six attempts. Check it in seven attempts. Jazz are two of 12 in the quarter. They trail 73-65. Lillard on the floor by himself now. This group has been even for most of the year, plus minus wise. Lillard driving on O'Neal, Favors cuts him off, kick out to Simons for three, good. Lasers by 11. Lasers need to win two of three, as does Dallas to prevent the Lakers, force the Lakers into the play-in. Clarkson driving, high arcing pass. Forrest, right corner three. Good. Trent Forrest's first field goal in five attempts. 76-68. Jazz would love for the Blazers or the Mavericks to slip into the play-in game and the Lakers to be at six. Three ball from Lillard from 40 feet. Nah, 35? Right on the white line of the state logo. Clarkson through traffic, driving, gets cut off by Cantor, flares it out to Bogdanovich. They switch Carmelo onto Clarkson. Clarkson will pull for three, miss it. Rebound Cantor. It's amazing. Cantor at 25 minutes of ball game. David is seventh in the league and rebounding. He is a great rebounder and a good offensive scorer. Here's Lillard working the right side of the floor. Chest it up to Covington. Guarded by Forrest, who's much smaller. Covington gives it back out to Lillard. Another deep three behind the timeline. No good. Rebound favors. Great screen out by Derek. Push ahead to Bogdanovich. Jazz down 11. Bogey through the lane. Foul. Robert Covington takes off his mask and throws it on the ground in frustration. Well, that's going to be his fourth foul. That might be why he's a little upset there as well. Bogdanovich will get free throws. Jazz are about to have a wholesale substitution with Gobert, Ingles, Oni, and Niang coming in. Bogey's two free throws. First one makes it a 10-point game. Time these two teams met, David. That was back on April the 8th. Yes, sir. Jazz got 40 points in the third period. Donovan Mitchell leading the way. They had 13 points in that period they outscored the Portland Trailblazers 40 to 19. So that guy's pretty good that Mitchell guy. You yeah, think he Mitchell would help us is, a little bit? I think he, he's totally off. It's a lot of jerseys in our building with 45 Mitchell everywhere I look. I can see about 13 of them, 14 of them right now. I think he's a popular guy. Bogey splits the free throws. Jazz are down 10 with 2.30 to play in the third. Powell back in the game, now playing with Dame. Backdoor cut by Dame on Neone, lays it up and in. Oh, he's got Neone, he got Royce O'Neal on the same play. A little backdoor cut. 81-69, Ingles drives. Gives to Oni, top to Gobert. Back to Joe. Joe's got 13 points, four assists tonight. Clarkson, left-hand drive, works the baseline. Swirls back to his right hand, tries to drop step to his left, he can't get it there. Ball fake, steps through, tough look on the baseline, he hit it. How does he do it? Clarkson's got 18, he leads all Jazz scorers. Jordan's been averaging 21 a game since Don went out. Jazz playing their 
14th game without Donovan Mitchell. Neone gets called for fouling Robert Covington trying to fight for a pick. Sorry, fouling Carmelo going through a pick. I don't know, actually, what's this call? What was that call, Ron? What was the foul on One because Carmelo. he had his hand on the hip there, Damon Lillard. Carmelo, three left wing up and in. Portland by 13. Portland's the number one offense in the NBA since they acquired Powell. They've won nine of 10. Niang, good look, three, got it. You know the beauty about George Niang, Ron? What's that? He never bypasses a look. And that's exactly what he had to listen to an interview where Quinn Snyder wanted him to concentrate on getting that shot off quickly and don't pass him up. Carmelo working Niang, left side, pull up Jay, no good, rebound Ingles. George's defense has been much better this year. Clarkson right side, lines up Lillard. They double Clarkson off the picks tonight. He drives with the left hand into the defense, takes an extra step, powers through and lays it up and in. Six, 20 for Clarkson, eight point game. So why not take advantage of, if, if Clarkson's very good at, at, at beating Lillard, let him take him. I think that's all you can do right now. Yeah. Lillard working Oni. Through the leg, step back three, no good. Rebound Gobert, great screen out of Canner. Here comes Clarkson again, but this time he's guarded by Powell. They set a pick to try to get Carmelo switched on. They can't get it switched. They space it out with 16 seconds left in the quarter. Now Clarkson gets double teamed off the pick. He terminates in the corner, finds Niang with four. Niang works Carmelo into the lane, fades back with an off-balance shot, no good. Four seconds left, here comes Lillard. Somebody better pick him up. He takes a deep step, long three, air ball. All right, we're down eight, heading to the fourth. Portland has only lost four times all year when leading going to the fourth quarter. And they are the best clutch team in the NBA this year behind Dame Lillard's incredible season. Jazz will have to overcome that if they're going to grab the win tonight on the Jazz Radio Network. Jordan Clarkson's 20 leads the Jazz. Dame Lillard has 26. C.J. McCollum has 20. Blazers leading the Jazz 84 to 76. The Blazers need to win two of three to make sure, to close the year, to make sure they don't end up in the play-in game. The Jazz need to win two of three or get some Phoenix losses, but the easiest way would just to be doing it themselves to win two of three. And the Jazz would be the number one seed. Not a lot of turnovers in this one. The Jazz forced the least amount of turnovers. Portland turns it over the least. They've turned it over just three times. Jazz have turned it over just six. Bogdanovich actually has three of those six. Well, let's see if the Jazz can have a very good quarter. You Not don't see Damian or McCullen off the floor at the same time, do you? Nope. And this is their lineup with C.J. McCollum and Norm Powell. When they made the trade, they hoped this would solve their little lineup problem they've had for years of what happens when Dame leaves the floor. Up to this point, it has not. This group is minus eight for 100 possessions. We're on the floor together. McCollum bounce past the Nurkic through the lane. Ball fakes Gobert. 
Rudy flies by, lays it up and in Portland by 12. Jazz led by 12 in the first quarter. Portland's led by 13 here in the third. Forrest gets it stripped on the far side. Turnover. Terry Stotts have been coaching every play tonight. Has a specific play, he wants run here. Squeeze, pick and roll. Picks on each side, McCullum comes off it. Swings it to Nurkic, gets it back. Fires the three straight away, misses. Rebound Ingles. Blazers need this one desperately. They play Phoenix and Denver next. Thomas in the game, gets in the lane, bounces through traffic to Rudy. He bobbles and turns it over. At a wide open dunk. Simons, three ball straight away, no good. Rebound Rudy. Well, Rudy's getting all the rebounds. 13 points, 15 rebounds for Rudy. Right side, Niang swings through in the lane, gives it to Rudy in the paint. He puts it on the deck, loses control of it again, out of bounds, another turnover on Rudy. Nurkic talking a little to the official, Mark Lindsay on the other way. 86-76, Blazers by 10. Lakers are playing Houston tonight. Dallas already won tonight. Pass to the wing, knocked away by Forrest, picked up by McCollum, he recovers, he drives the baseline, flares it out to Nurkic, gives it to Carmelo, bumping and backing on Trent Forrest, fading back, three is good. Trent Forrest probably watched a lot of Carmelo in his day. <coughs> Grew up in Florida. Forrest drives into Nurkic, ball fakes him, gets caught in the air, throws back to Ingles with the state logo. Chest it right side to Niang. Niang works the right side through the lane and draws the foul. Jazz offense has warmed up a little, but quite frankly, for much of the night, they've looked like they're missing two all-star guards. Yeah, it's not what, what's, what's happening with the Jazz, David. They, they don't have a pass that leads to a pass for a, a shot. Everything now is, is uh, because of Portland's taking it away, is trying to beat their opponents off the dribble. 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden inviting you to test drive luxurious Lexus today. Let's find out who rang that 30-point bell. Trey Young bouncing behind a Clint Capella pick. Trey down the lane. Floater is good again, and he got fouled on the play. A chance at a three-point play for Trey Young, and the Hawks have cut it to two. That's 30 for Trey. He finishes with 33, and Atlanta actually beat Washington tonight, 121-16 in their battle for the fourth seed. So does that knock Washington Wizards out? No, no, Washington. There's no, no competition coming from anywhere. The play-ins are all set mm-hmm. on the East. Chicago has floundered down toward the end here. Three ball from Powell, no good. Rebound, Gobert. And actually, maybe Washington has it clinched, Ron, but they're up by three and a half. Gobert trying to roll through the lane. Carmelo grabs him and holds him. The win by Atlanta. Miami, Atlanta, and New York are all suddenly tied for for four, five, and six. And Atlanta winning tonight moves them into four. At a half game ahead of Miami and New York. New York sliding to six. Clarkson left side. Jordan leads all scores. They're doubling Clarkson off all picks. Rotate from Gobert to Thomas. Right corner three, no good. 
Boy, Matt Thomas, who has came to us as a great shooter, has not been that yet for the Jazz. 88-78. Hard coming to a new team. You want to will them home. McCullum. Working the top. Drives on English. Puts up a right-hand floater and scores it. McCollum was 5-3 for much of his career in high school and kind of learned all these funny angles. Ingles, hard drive to the basket, and Yusuf Nurkic grabs him and fouls him pretty hard. Joe is upset. Nurkic kind of says, hey, I'm sorry. Joe's like, let go of me. Well, it was like he was trying to not hurt Joe, don't you think? I mean, he just grabs him, wraps him up. Yeah, I mean, but, I, like, right. But a little frustration. I think he held on to Joe a little bit too long. Right. When Joe didn't want him touching him anymore, he should have let go. Yeah. <laughs> Joe goes to the line. 90 to 78 Portland. Joe misses the free throw. Boy, has he had a burden. Joe Ingles playing 32 minutes a night as the primary ball handler without Donna, without Mike. He's averaging 12 points, three rebounds, seven assists in that span. Shooting 44% from the floor and 34% from three. It's a good thing he plays low to the floor. He's got to be exhausted though, Ron. 90 to 79, Jazz down 11. Feels like the Jazz have not got out and run much at all tonight, and you may wonder if that's part of the reason. Just the burden on Clarkson and Ingles and Bogdanovich that they are carrying right now. Down by 11 with 8.38 left here in the fourth. McCullough working Bogdanovich, crossing over, shakes him, pulls for a jumper, misses. Gobert with another board. 17 for Rudy. Ingles hard drive at Nurkic. Nurkic steps aside. Gobert misses. Er, Ingles misses. Gobert grabs the rebound and dunks. Boy, Joe was so upset. You see, I, I haven't seen him drive that hard to the basket all season long. He wanted to go back into Nurkic, and Nurkic stepped aside. That's why Joe missed the layup, because he was waiting for the contact. Here's Powell, fouled by Clarkson. Clarkson defensively, Ron, is like in position, but a step, but like one step short every time. Like he was there, he just didn't go one step far enough. I totally agree because the fouls that he gets are, you're right, just as he has time for positioning, he just like, he just gives up. 90 to 81, Jazz within nine, eight minutes to play. Powell, three off a Nurkic pick, missed it. Norman Powell's three of 11 tonight. Here's Forrest to the front court. Joe's already played 30 minutes tonight. He's been averaging 32, Jazz have worked him tonight. Thomas. Bounce pass, Clarkson in the corner, ball fakes, now holds it. Powell knocks it away. Clarkson bounces to Gobert at eight feet. He attacks Nurkic with a right-hander from five feet out, no good. 90 to 81. McCollum on the near side, comes off with a left-hand dribble off a double stagger. Pulls back behind the three-point line, now attacks for us, gives to Nurkic, 18-foot top of the key jumper, back handle, no. Rebound Bogdanovich, big bucket here for the Jazz. Down by eight, Bogdanovich goes through his legs, drives the lane, kicks to Forrest. Left hand penetration, stops, pulls up a right hand floater, misses. Rebound tapped by Gobert, but cleared by McCullough. Trent Forrest, one for seven tonight. Undrafted rookie out of Florida State, playing major minutes against the team with playoff intensity. 
in the post Carmelo going old school, fading back, missing because the legs are old school too. Rebound comes out to the Jazz. Clarkson high-stepping through the lane. Throws it back up top to Forrest. He's unguarded. He lines up the seams. He fires the three and he misses. And now Forrest picks up C.J. McCollum and Terry Stotts calls a timeout. So Carmelo Anthony didn't want to go to the other end of the floor. He wanted a timeout. That meant that, Coach, I'm tired. 90-81, 6.32 left in the fourth quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. Curry comes back, ball goes to Wiggins, he's open. He'll fire, three ball, left leg, we're tied at 110. Booker off the screen by eight, lost the ball. Curry with a steal, Curry on the break. Bounce pass to Draymond, Draymond to Wiggins. Wiggins spins on eight and goes up with a banker and kissed it home, low left. The Warriors lead by five with a minute 21 to go and Monty Williams has to call a timeout. Crowder will shoot, it's on the way, it's no good. The ball game's over. The Warriors on back-to-back nights have beaten the teams with the two best records in the NBA. Steph Curry and the Warriors gave the Jazz a break the other night with a great win over the Phoenix Suns. The Warriors are also becoming team number one. Nobody wants to play in the playoffs behind the Lakers. Two most likely opponents for the Jazz in the first round as of right now. Jazz could help their cause to getting the number one seed and to not seeing the Lakers if they could win tonight. But right now they're down nine with 632 and really the loss of Donovan and Mike Conley is really prevalent tonight. The most prevalent it's been on any night yet. Canter, mid-block right. Hands off to McCollum, guarded by Trent Forrest. Forrest drives, defends McCollum who drives by him and scoots it up and in. Joe Ingles has already played 29 minutes, and the Jazz trying to get Forrest to give them about 20 so he doesn't get exhausted, and the Jazz are struggling that Forrest right corner three, no good. He is one of nine, and Portland's just not guarding him. Well, he came into the, tonight's game one of his last 10. Yeah, it's, that's why he didn't get drafted. He's a nice player, does a lot of things well. He just is not able to make shots right now. Defensive play by the Jazz, down 11. I think those shots... Clarkson walks into a three, misses. Think those shots are different if they're Mike Conley? Just a thought. Well, I, I think with Conley and, and Donovan Mitchell, you have more guys that can do that. Well, you can't play the defense Portland's playing. Dane, deep three, no good. Curls out, rebound Forrest. 92-81, 5.24 left. Joe Ingles is standing up on the bench. Like, hey, I'm here, I can come in. And he just got signaled. He's going to end up playing 35 minutes tonight. Clarkson drives the right side. Swings through on the defense. Double team trying to hold the pivot. Out to Bogdanovich. Boyan working Carmelo with the shot clock expiring. And he doesn't get it off. So Clarkson uses up a lot of time. And then when he's trapped and has to give it up, there's not much time on the clock for anyone to do any, anything Boyan, else. Boyan has not had good games against the Blazers this year. He's 5 of 13 mm-hmm. tonight. He was 9 of 27 in the first two and shot just 5 of 19 from threes, 5 of 23 from three this year against the Blazers. So they may not la- they may come in with a game plan to not let Boyan get off going. Carmelo, three left side, and that'll probably do it. 
95-81, Blazers by 14 with 4.47 left. We may not see Joe Ingles. And the Jazz without a three-point field goal made so far in the second half. In the second half or oh, second man, quarter? The, the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Got two, three in the second, in the third quarter. Jazz down by 14 to Portland. 4.47 left here in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Blazers by 14. Carmelo with the three. And the Jazz offense really poor tonight. The offensive rating is about to be a lot below a point of possession. Yeah, the Jazz are... Looks like it's going to be pretty close to not scoring 100 points for, what, the third time this year? Something like that. So despite being down 14 with 447 left... Quinn Snyder is going to bring the starters back or the main five for one more run here. Ingles, Clarkson, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. So this is when they'll have Covington guarding Joe Ingles. So when they switch, you still have a big on a big. Jazz have scored 50 points since the first quarter after scoring 31 in the first. Bogdanovich double team turns it over. Fourth turnover of the night of Bogdanovich foul on the Jazz. That could be a breakaway. This one's over. We're down 14 with 439, and they got a breakaway. So the Jazz will need to beat Oklahoma City and Sacramento. Sacramento could be a tussle. Sacramento, who has nothing to play for. So that would be the hope, but it's their final home game, and that's always a funky one to end. You know, you're playing loose and free on your final game of the season. And they've won two in a row. Because they're the Kings. They make no sense ever. I don't know if that's going to be a breakaway. I think Royce O'Neal was just horizontal. I mean, pretty flat. You can see the foul. Yeah, I don't think that will be a breakaway. I would think this is guaranteed to be a breakaway. So I'm going to guess you're right and I'm wrong. By the way, tip of the hat to John Allen, longtime jazz statistician. He's been with the jazz forever. He's retiring his final game tonight and has been working the game forever. He's labored at the task from up here as, as we've moved. And common foul, Ron Boone is right. I am wrong. John Allen's been here 41 years. Well, he's done the statistician for 41 years. He did do some of the ABA games back in the 70s. And speaking of ABA, about Ken Sanders, huh? This has a, we talked about the yeah, uniform. Yeah, Moses Malone, yeah. Yeah, with Moses Malone, Ken Sanders thinks he has a, a uniform for me. I'm going to have to no give way. him a call. Yeah. You just listen to the broadcast from, and sent you a note? Right, from Rare Books. Oh, that is so cool. That's awesome. Lillard backdoor cut layup is good, and it's 97-81. That's three of them tonight where they've gotten the backdoor. Lillard with 28. On the Jacks. Ingles swings to Clarkson. Jordan's got 20 on 8 of 14 shooting. Bounces down low to Rudy. Rudy gets bumped out of the way by Nurkic. Kicks to O'Neal. Right side three is no good. Royce O'Neal tonight, one for eight. Trent Forrest, one for nine. 
And offense rebound Clarkson puts it back up and in. Jazz down 97-83. Portland came with a great game plan tonight. Switch this one through five defensively and our guys didn't have any isolation players on the floor. And then when Clarkson came in, they doubled him off the picks. And McCollum goes to the basket and they are the number one offensive team since they got Norm Powell. Clarkson to the basket, layup is good. And they really got into Joe Ingles with the ball, Ron. Yeah, they really did. Uh, and, and once they made an adjustment with Covington guarding Joe Ingles. So when Rudy was set a pick, it was the switch and it was big on a big. Jazz will finish the year 31 and 5 at home this year. McCullum driving. Ingles reaches in, steals it. Clarkson comes out with it. Down by 14. Push ahead to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes a three. Nurkic flies by. Bogdanovich misses the three. And Gobert commits a foul. 247 left. Jazz down by 14. So the, the play the play-in games will start on the 20th. Tuesday, Wednesday are the first ones. Thursday, Friday are the second ones. Okay, so, so that Tuesday, be... Wednesday will be 7, 8, and 9, 10. Tuesday's the 18th then. Uh, so I didn't know the answer to that, so I tried to answer it in the way I was capable <laughs> of. Lillard. Download a mellow. Top 10 score in NBA history. Working. Mike Conley pops off the bench to talk some trash. Carmelo pulls the three, or the jumper over, Gobert and hits. And he has something to say. 18 for Carmelo, four of five from three. He's been fabulous recently, offensively. Clarkson driving and fouled by Powell. Jazz are gonna pull the ripcord on this one appropriately. So Jazz will have to win their final two, unless, of course, Portland goes down to Phoenix and wins. Then they have to just win one of their final two. Well, they're healthy. Should be a good, very good ball, ball game. Phoenix looks tired to me. We look tired. Yeah. Got a lot of guys been asked for an awful lot. Joe Ingles another 32-minute night trying to play point guard against the best of the best. Yeah, this just wasn't like. Checking a in week for the first time is Uduka Azabuke. Azabuke had a scary, scary injury. Talking to some people in the Jazz, they're so pleased with how he worked through this process as he you know, had some weight issues in college and, and was diligent and looks just fabulous physically as he comes back out. So a big moment for Azabuke to be back out on the floor. He'll play the final 216. Good for him. That was a scary, scary injury in the G League and generally thought he was done for the year. So nice for him to be back out here. Lillard drives on Azabuke to the rack, lays it up and in. This is not the G League when Dame Lillard's coming downhill at you. 56 points from the guard line. Clarkson, three ball, good. Jordan's got 29 again tonight. And Elijah Hughes will come in for Jordan Clarkson. One hundred three to ninety, Portland leads it. One forty nine left. Jazz will go to Oklahoma City, who've had the worst twenty game stretch of any team in the history of the NBA. And then Sacramento on Sunday at some point at some time. We're not sure when. 
Oklahoma City 21 and 49. They have a 9 and 25 record at home. Lillard bounce pass to Nurkic. Azubuke trying to slide with him. Little jump hook over Azubuke. No good. Rebound comes down to Hughes. Azubuke sprints the floor. Can't find him. Thomas comes around to pick. Flares to Brantley. He'll take the three. It's good. Terrell Brantley has shot it pretty well in limited time this year. One hundred three ninety-three. Blazers will win tonight. And they need to win one of their next two to avoid the play-in. Their magic number will be one. One Laker loss or one. Matt Thomas fouls Nurkic on the roll. So the Blazers and the Mavericks now have their magic number to avoid the play-in game down to one after tonight. In other words, a single Laker loss the rest of the way, and the Lakers are in the playing game. Let's check in with the Lakers and the Rockets with 107 left here. 15 seconds to shoot it, 40 seconds left in the first half. Taylor Norton Tucker head down, leaves it for Kuzma. Kuz driving to the lane, alley oop to Drummond, slam dunk. Perfect pass by Kyle Kuzma. Here's Olinick. Shoves his man out of the way, offensive foul. It'll go to the Lakers. So the Lakers are going to have the ball and a six-point lead, and Michael, the shot clock only three seconds off of the game clock. All right, thanks to John Ireland. So the Lakers without LeBron and without Anthony Davis playing the Houston Rockets. Brantley comes up hard off a pit. Drives on Ellerby, the Washington State product, to the lane, gets his shot blocked. One hundred five to ninety-three. Fifty-six seconds left. Jazz led it thirty-one twenty-four, and they then have scored twenty-five in the second, twenty in the third, and seventeen in the fourth. Portland came with some good schemes, and you know, Thomas left side three off the side of the glass. 26% from three since he came to Utah. Brantley drives, right hand floater up and in. You know, Ron, part of the problem the Jazz have is there's too many game films on this group now. The game's going what? Game film. Like they've now played, like teams have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games to look at the Jazz without Conley and Mitchell. Yeah. And the game plans are getting better and better to play them. Warriors had a great plan. Blazers basically matched it. Cantor for three. Uklak misses it. That's Turkish for three. 105-95, Brantley hard drive in the lane, flares it out, Oni above the break three, good. Sister L. Brantley. Ball game's over. Clock's gonna wind down, shot clock is off. Terry Stotts and his crew get a much needed win. Jazz need to grab two more the rest of the way. Hopefully the Jazz do not replicate one of the legendary shortened seasons in Jazz history where the Jazz went to San Antonio on the final night of a year, if I remember correctly. Had to get a win against the Spurs to get the one seed and then lost it. And then ended up, I think, losing in the first round of the playoffs that, next, that year. Maybe to Sacramento. 
if I recall. Well, Sacramento was a rival back then. Chris so Weber and the Cowbells and Blazers just frankly have too much for the Jazz tonight. And Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott, maybe the night where the lack of 